Welcome back, nerds, to another episode of Judging Nerd Culture. I'm Ali. <laughs> I'm starting over. <laughs> I'm starting over. I wanted to breathe heavily into the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> it's the worst then, <laughs> thing in the world. Why would you do that? Out like a laugh. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's spooky season. It's spooky season. It's spooky season? Mm-hmm. And the house it is. Because we watched Fear Street. Right? Yes. Yes. 1969. No, that's not right. <laughs> 1998. I think so. 97? 94. 1990s. <laughs> um, uh, 19... 64? No. It's like you're actively trying to make this the hardest thing to edit. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yes, uh, we watched the Fear Street trilogy. Trilogy. Yeah, just go with that. (laughs) We're watching, we're we're talking about part one and part two today. And the next time you listen, we'll be talking about part uh, three and just sort of a a wrap up of like, yeah, this is whatever. And whatever our thoughts are on the whole, on the series as a whole. you know, for the most part, just, you know, spoiler, we had a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but before we get into that, just a couple things that I... Uh, <laughs> just a couple of things that we heard this week. So, there's a company that's coming out with, uh, that's developing some soft microchips instead of hard plastic microchips, which are actually cheaper, safer, uh, more durable, and faster. So, that's it's be interesting. so weird to me, a flexible chip you said yeah like a microchip okay so if they could make the whole chip and all the innards of a computer floppy could you just maybe have a really floppy flexible computer one day i mean i guess but like you don't you don't you still don't want it to flex yeah i mean it would still need a screen (laughs) that would be bad it just because it can flex i mean you want it to hey 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 i'm asking the questions here the the questions nobody else will ask yeah. Nobody else will answer. <laughs> <laughs> the questions no one wants to ask, and fewer people want to answer. But uh, but yeah, that's one interesting thing. Uh, yeah. It's not going to be a thing for a long time. Uh, and this isn't something I heard this week. It's something I learned about uh, months ago, honestly. But there's another company who's actually developing uh, photo computerization uh, instead of electronic-based computerization, uh, being that their motherboards and whatnot have uh, special wiring, sort of like a... The sort of kind of wiring that brings you like mega high speed internets, uh, because those send light instead of electricity as a form of data, you know, light on, light off, that sort of thing. And just like electricity, except it's faster because it's light. Uh, and they're doing a, they're, that's what they're doing, developing that whole shtick, which is pretty fucking so cool. faster electricity? No, no, no. It's light. There's, it's not use. it doesn't use electricity, it uses light. Okay. Uh, at least uh, in terms of communicating from in, inside the circuit board, uh, obviously it still is an electronic device. Okay. <laughs> not a, that's not a thing we have gotten away from yet, but the processing power is uh, light-based. But that's not something I heard this week. That's something I learned about a long time ago and then just never brought up. Hmm. Uh, something else that apparently is happening that we learned about this week is that Stray, the uh, fun little 
video game where you get to be a cute little cat with a Let's robot friend. Let's be honest, friend. it doesn't look fun. The cute little it game? It looks sad. <laughs> the... It looks interesting to play and, like, like, like uh, fun as in you want to play it and have a good time, but you're going to play it and be sad. I, I watched the trailer and there's no way I'm going to play that and be happy. <laughs> yeah, it seems very unlikely. It's very dystopian. Yeah, but it is cute. And you get to play a stray cat having a gay old time in the stray s- streets of wherever this is set. Uh, but not anytime soon. Uh, because it was set to come out in late 2021, but unfortunately has been pushed back to... Tw- or they're assuming a early 2022 release window. Yes. Uh, still subject to change as well, which is, you know, eh, video games. What you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um... For all the children listening um, who have a TikTok, um, <laughs> for all the, oh, I have a one too. Um, for all the Gen Z out there on the TikTok. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm were, depressed were you now. Were you, were you gonna <laughs> no, I'm depressed because I have a TikTok. Were no, um, <clears throat> so Twilight has been a big, Harry Potter and Twilight have been a very big deal on TikTok uh, recently. Um with quarantine and everything, people really got to rewatch a lot of uh, big blockbuster movies that uh, probably should never have been made. <laughs> and uh, yeah, uh, Netflix is. There's a rumor going around that they are going to be creating another Twilight movie. So if you are a fan, um, keep your keep your ears open. Yeah. Keep your eyes, keep, your hearts, and keep your, ears your eyes open. to the ground and your ears open. <laughs> um. And just uh, prep that butthole to re- receive the full twilight because it's coming with a sparkle. Uh, There's no um, information on if it's like a you know prequel, if it's the Midnight Sun or anything. But oh, the one where it's um, from from what's Edward's his... point of view. Yes, right. Um, but it. It, uh, if it does happen, if it is a, a true rumor, um, then it could be fun. It could be very fun. Um, I did enjoy the Twilight movies as a youth, and, um, <laughs> youth. now as an older youth, I, uh, I realize there are many problems within the movie. Um, Jacob and Edward have they are, have so many red flags. They are not good boyfriends. Um, as an adult, I am Team Charlie. Uh, Bella's dad is the most sane and most likable character in that movie. She should have dated Mike because he is the most regular. Um, <laughs> Bella sucks, but Kristen Stewart is hot. These are all facts. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that pretty much does it for us. Man, Netflix is really on some sort of trend right now because uh they're also planning to put out fucking video games and all this shit they're just just going wild yeah i don't give a fuck no money Uh, money money hell yeah yeah we're here to talk about uh some um, scary movies uh but actually before we do one more thing uh we have a consistent listener from germany don't know who you are but thank you very much uh and we just wanted to say for a light in this which apparently is uh (laughs) Uh, we love you, and I definitely said that extremely wrong, so listen to my phone say it. We lieben dich. I said that wrong. That, that was, no, that was you. Who, okay, listen to, listen to me say it this time, okay? 
I did it perfectly. Just impeccable. Impeccable. But uh, despite our inability to speak your language in any reasonable Possibly. way, <laughs> thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Yes. Now back to Fear Street. Okay. Fear so, Street, yes. Part one mm-hmm. is each each movie seems to be a homage and slight uh, deconstruct not deconstruction but uh, they play up some tropes from their original era, <clears throat> yes. and then uh, mess with them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Each time there's little twists and little things that really surprise me. Uh, but the first movie is set in the '90s and it has a very uh, ghost faced serial killer with a knife chasing after you kind of. Uh, aesthetic and style. Yeah, so 1994. It's, <laughs> and it's it revolves around a uh, couple of lesbians just kind of, you know, living in the 90s and realizing, well, this isn't going to go great for us. <laughs> Our relationship is doomed. <laughs> we're, we're high school students. But it's all right because everyone starts dying so they can get back together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that is kind of what happens. But no, uh, I, I, I'm goofing. Uh, very, it, it does have a really uh, very American horror movie feel from the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um, if you've ever seen like Scream or I Know What You Did Last Summer. Um, yeah. Which I think those actually might be from like the early 2000s. Maybe not the 90s. I'm not sure. I'm not sure about um, Scream. I think Scream is. I only lived five years of the 90s. Um, but... <laughs> Um, it has, like, the jump scares, that weird, tense feeling, um, like, the really goofy, uh, dialogue that you just, you, you hear a sentence and you're like, okay, yeah, (laughs) yeah. this would come from a 90s movie. And they have all the character, characters that you expect. They, they have the, the weird dude who's, normally he's really horny or really high, and this one's really high. Yeah, he, um, he, he gives me vibes of, um... Matthew Lillard, L- L- whoo, hello, Matthew Lillard, uh, aka Shaggy, um, when he played in Scream, uh, very he's got the big sweater that's kind of meshy and he's just like the the weird friend who like probably would stab someone but is a sweetheart and also has a lot of drugs but like takes care of his family it's very strange Mm -hmm. uh dynamic he has going on but uh he's very cool yes his his best friend is the scream queen archetype even though she doesn't really Mm -hmm. follow that uh despite being the scream queen archetype it's not really her gimmick Mm -hmm. it just makes her feel it makes her feel like that's what she's gonna be yeah and then they kind of twist it up on you yeah she uh, is actually kind of a badass yeah she is <laughs> um not you know to keep going back and making comparisons with um different movies but um michelle geller i think sarah michelle geller yeah, i think yeah, she yeah. is uh in i know what you did last summer she's like you know the prom queen the one who um gets chased down the hall and mortared in the locker room i believe but um point is she's kind of like that character like she's very you know she 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 says in the show she's valedictorian and top of the class like she's top cheerleader she's the it girl but she's also the uh it girl behind the drug smuggling that happens in the school uh which kind of uh comes down to like the town they live in shady side is a very 
rough place to live in. It's it, it looks like a regular suburb, but everything just goes wrong for everyone at some point, and it's just hard to get out of that town, and it's just kind of a real depressing place to live. Like, you're you're not going to have the life you always hoped for. Like, it's not you're not going to be a super successful and super happy person living <laughs> in Shadyside. Right. Uh, our other major character who's definitely one of the more archetypal ones is the the young version. Virgin? The not... young version. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Young virgin. Mobile. Mm, Anyways. Virgin. I, didn't, I don't know about that. that that's how that it is. That sounded like, mm, no, 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 no. <laughs> My bad. Here, let's... Third time. Last try. Okay. <clears throat> the young virgin. Uh, <laughs> sounds like a newscaster <laughs> anyways welcome to 910 news the young virgin <laughs> but yes the young the young vir- vir- <laughs> God the young girl the boy girl yeah. or boy which one are you talking about i'm talking about the boy okay the young boy just say the young boy, the young boy. it's so much easier he's he's the main character in this uh he's the main character's brother yeah younger brother he's the the virgin archetype he's very uh sweet but also pays attention to her. he's very smart but like i can't talk to this girl i'm very awkward and shy and blah 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 and uh i actually like him very much he's very sweet you could almost boy. say he's the young version of you i will f- <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna fight me <laughs> i will fight you <laughs> we will tear this office apart but uh but yes, he, he I, I like him very much as a fun character. Um, and again, they all break away from their archetype in some way, shape, or form, but they definitely seem as though they're being shaped in this way. Uh, the only character that I feel like is maybe less archetypal is the main character herself. She is, uh, well, she's angsty and angry. Yeah. And most of that revolves about her being being gay and just... Being... She's a lesbian. <laughs> she is a lesbian. And she's angry about it because her girlfriend moved away and the girlfriend is afraid of being, you know, outed as a lesbian, which it's the 90s. So, like, that makes a lot of sense, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. And, like, there's there's all this angst and anger and she hates the place she lives and she's just mad. And she's... I, that's not a, it's not like that's a character type that doesn't exist in in 90s horror movies, but it's not really one that's focused on. It's not usually the main character. Yes, it's usually like the, the weird, quirky friend. Yeah, and they usually get murdered pretty quick. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the other, the last main character really is uh, the girlfriend. Yeah. She, she is the most, she seems like the one who would have been the main character originally in the mm-hmm. old 90s movies where... She's innocent and sweet and pretty and all this stuff. And everyone's like, oh, we got to protect her, which they do. And we'll find out reasons why later on. Yeah. But uh, it, it very much seems like she should be the main character based on the archetype. But uh, the other one is. And she's, she's I, I like them both. I think they're both a lot of, they're, they, they both do enough things that makes them more interesting at the end. Yeah. Although they do start off just being the worst so miserable like <laughs> so miserable i mean maybe because we're old now but i watching teenagers be angsty i'm like <laughs> oh my gosh you guys <clears throat> yeah she brought the, the 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 main character do we know their names <laughs> sam sam is the blonde the girlfriend who moved away and the main character's name 
<laughs> Sam, oh, geez. Um, think really hard, Ollie. What is it? So after some extensive research, uh, <laughs> we've determined that the main character's name is Dina. Yes. And uh, our inability to remember names does not imply that she is a bad character that is not memorable. It is just who we are as people. Yeah. <laughs> we uh, do not write notes for no. this. And we should, but we don't. Hey, one day when we, uh, when we get better at this, we'll write notes. For now. Will we? <laughs> Will we, though? For now, this is a wonderful time for me and you to get to <laughs> recount our wonderful time together. Anyways, Dina, at the very beginning of the movie, I do not like her because she's just so insufferably angsty teen. Yeah. Like, she goes to a memorial service for some kids that got murdered in a mall, which is... uh the opening scenes of this of the first movie is a mall murder yeah. that's very very much an homage to old scream films uh and it did a great job mm-hmm. it's perfect <laughs> but she goes to this memorial to you know mourn her dead Class, neighbors classmate. maybe yeah uh although she doesn't care the only reason she's really there is to bring her ex a box of her shit yeah and be real fucking dramatic about it yeah she even wrote like an angsty note and like had a mixtape in there and everything like just the lamest teenage bullshit possible yeah uh but it doesn't stay that way for very long the 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 show pretty much kicks off right from there uh after having a bit of a after we get to witness the mall murder and the uh the angst the angst we get to witness uh, a little bit more uh, of of the dynamic between the two the two towns, there's Shady Side or Shadyville or whatever the Shady fuck. Side. Shady Side and Sunnyvale. Sunnyvale. Yeah. Just rich and poor side is yeah, what they the are. Classic. And this was the part that for at least the first two movies I was like, This is this is suck. Who wrote this <laughs> and why? But you know, honestly near the end whatever. I it came around. But, uh, but yeah, definitely the worst, <laughs> the most difficult part to get through was that whole bullshit. Uh, but after the memorial, the the shady siders try to go back to town because for some reason the memorial for their dead classmates was in Sunnyvale. Mm-hmm. And on the way there, they get uh, attacked by some Sunnyvalers in their fancy car. And uh, in response, they throw a bunch of shit at their car, causing them to veer off the road and cause a horrible accident yes that inevitably somehow leads to sam becoming cursed by a local witch yes a she she dead. was in, she was in the car it was her beard boyfriend who was driving um and when they crashed it was next to this rock this boulder, boulder. giant boulder and you know she just got in a car accident she's bleeding She's crawling away from the car wreck and suddenly, you know, she's having these flashes. Um, There's this weird red moss growing all around. And when she crawls into that, um, when her hands touch it, when she bleeds onto it, she starts having these flashes that terrify her and kind of make her sickly looking and feeling like she is not feeling well at all. Yes. And this is essentially where the movie starts. From here on, the main characters uh, are terrorized and chased around by uh, Skull Mask. Uh, for a while, they think it's just some Sunny Veilers trying to play a horrible prank. And 
shortly thereafter, they realize things are not as they seem. No. Uh, at this point, I'm going to give a, you know, spoiler warning. We're going to get into the, the deets. Beat the deets. And I don't know why I said that. <laughs> We're going to get into the details of, uh, of this. Spoilers. Exactly. I'm so glad that instead of... That was of... my music for the spoilers. <laughs> I'm glad that instead of just looking up sound effects, you just make them for me. There's, that's very convenient. Thank I, you. I love it. <laughs> I'm very talented that way. You definitely are. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yes, the rest of the movie, that is a classic ch- uh, murder <laughs> chase. The the young protagonists run around trying to escape the these ferocious, almost supernatural murderers. And again, spoiler alert, we find out uh, shortly thereafter that they are indeed supernatural. <gasps> spoiler. Why are you scatmanning? <laughs> but yes, beepity boop bop, it's supernatural. And... Uh, Turns out the witch seems to be a real thing, and these murderers might be possessed by her, uh, going out to get some sort of revenge on the town for having hung her back in the 1600s for being a witch. Yeah. And you know what that means? They hung her for learning anything. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we learn there is a witch involved, and she's angry about being killed, it's like, oh, well... She was probably a nice lady. <laughs> probably a nice now she's lady. really angry. <laughs> probably learned some basic medicine or anything, and they're like, "Oh, witchcraft, killer." <laughs> but uh, that being said, for the the rest of the movie is them trying to escape this situation, trying to find some sort of supernatural way to get out of it, trying to find her bones and bury them, trying to uh, find another loophole, and. It culminates in this final scene in the supermarket where they all gather together and they band together to, well, uh, they band together to kill Sam because one of the articles from long past, because this has been happening in Shadyside for many, 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 many years, every few years or so, or so they found one instance of a survivor who only survived because she managed to die and be resuscitated. Mm-hmm. At this point, they're not in the mall. They're at a grocery store. At a grocery store, right, not the mall. <clears throat> because it's where uh, the weird <laughs> the weird friend works. Uh, Simon, that's where Simon works. And he uh, works in the pharmacy, which, hi, Con- is convenient for his uh, drug business with mm, his. Very convenient. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they learned that the... The serial killers, the supernatural monsters, are actually after Sam. And that in order to get them to leave, they have to kill her and restart her heart so that they can survive this horrible night. And the reason they're after her seems to be because she, during the car accident, actually bled on the bones of... I forgot her first name, but the witch's name is Fear. Sarah. Sarah Fear. There we go. Uh, And by bleeding on those bones, she get witnessed uh, some of... Sarah's memories and is now a target yes. for uh, for these murderers. And they put together, piece together a plan. They splatter her blood on themselves to gather uh, to lure the enemies, and they run around and try their best to keep everything distracted. <clears throat> it leads to some pretty grisly deaths for a couple of uh, of our of our characters. The uh, the druggy friend and the valedictorian <laughs> uh, scream queen both unfortunately 
get taken get down. <laughs> one of them does go through a meat processor. Yes, and the other one gets axed. Yeah. Um, the uh, main killer, I guess, is slasher boy in the grocery store is the uh, um, big axe man, right? <clears throat> in the first movie, the, the, the primary murderer was uh, Skullface Stabby. Yes, but... Um, but the most intimidating one was... The most intimidating one is the boy from the campground um mm-hmm. the axe wielder and he he comes up a lot in the grocery store scenes yes he's 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 definitely the most intimidating of all of them yes like it, you, you see some more of these monsters later on from the past yeah and there's a couple of real big boys but axe boy is the most intimidating because he just they all walk he runs he sprints and that's awful like I can't, I, I can't fucking escape that. I'm a big fat man. I can't run, run that guy. Yeah. Um, no, he is definitely the mo- one of the most terrifying ones. Uh, in, in this particular movie, in this uh, part one, uh, the the first of the trilogy, we get really uh, just three major monsters. Mm-hmm. We get the skull faced. Uh, slasher which is a mask by the way yes it, it is a mask face uh and he has a knife it's it's very much scream then we also have axe man who has a very like jason vibes yes exactly jason Voorhees vibes i mean I, he comes from a camp he walks <laughs> well no he, he he runs sprints he bolts but he when he does walk it's a very like lumbering thick walk yeah when he walks it's because he knows i'm gonna take you down yeah and uh, he has this just horrible uh, hemp bag mask potato thing. Potato sack. Potato sack mask. It's awful to look at. Yeah. Uh, and the last one is... Uh, oh, gosh. I, uh, Lane. Something Lane. Yes. Ruby. Ruby Lane, yes. That's the one. Only name I remembered. Nice job, baby. <laughs> and she is honestly kind of cool. I wish there was more of her. Uh, she apparently went crazy and uh sang her way through a murder spree yeah and she's my favorite you know she does the least because she's the chillest yeah she just she has her you know her razor like you know that old timey barber kind of razor um flipping around playing with it as she just casually strolls down the hallway singing her tune exactly she's like i'll get you when i get you i'm in no rush i'm like thank you (laughs) thank you for not Sprinting at me like this giant man. <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, in the end, they do manage to... The the, the remaining characters are our sweet virgin. Oh, boy. <laughs> sweet virgin. Uh, our young heroine and her beloved. Yes. Managed to survive by drowning her girlfriend and eventually... And this does, does not <laughs> make any sense, but she stabs her with... Oh my god, this scene was wild. This There's was... no way she would have survived. She would have been better off just being CPR'd. So after she she drowns her in a fucking pool. Of where... like lobsters. Yeah, because apparently they were trying to drug her to death. And apparently that didn't work out because they lost the drugs. So she just drowns her, which she could have just choked her. Yeah. But whatever, more dramatic. And after she gets drowned to death, instead of doing CPR... <laughs> Her in her response is, well, we had planned to use adrenaline to bring her back to life after the drugs, which makes sense. I'm going to do that now. 
Instead of just yes. regular CPR, because, yes. you know. She, she doesn't even try to get the water out of her lungs. She just goes straight to, hey, bro, go get the adrenaline. <laughs> and then he brings over a handful of adrenaline shots. and She uses, like, two, doesn't she? Like, two no, or three. She uses, like, eight. <laughs> she just keeps stabbing her with adrenaline. Right in the chest. And it's bad. Yeah. And Listen. then she decides... I'll, I'll do CPR now. And somehow in this magic movie, she spits up the water, this foamy water, and survives. There's no way, there's no way in reality that she would have survived that. She would have been, if if it hadn't been, you know, for the drowning, she could have, she could have been saved, right? But the first adrenaline, dangerous, because it was right in her chest, but maybe she could have survived. The second one, she she was playing with death. And then mm. after that, it's just, there's no way she should have woken up. She literally got up to the eighth, possibly. The eighth? Eighth possible <laughs> stab-a-doodle. And I swear to God, if she wakes up, her heart's going to explode, and then she's going to be dead again. Um... But that... That was really, honestly, the only negative <laughs> yeah. was that the ending scene made no sense for a human body. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot of positives. Like, it was a very, very fun slasher flick. Mm-hmm. It had a lot of homages to the 90s. Uh, the characters, uh, at first, I hated them. But near the end, I actually really enjoyed everyone. Even the main character, the 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 main girl, Dina and Sam, they were actually pretty cool near the yeah, end. Yeah, I mean, they definitely acted like teenagers. Yeah, no, that, they were the worst characters because they were in love and yeah. fucking teenagers. <laughs> teenagers in love, man. I tell you. Ugh, but but they were still fine. They were good characters. I liked them. They they and they, in the end they got back together. You know, whatever. But unfortunately, the two that I actually really liked did die. <laughs> yes. Um, Josh, the brother, he was definitely my favorite, along with Simon. Um, I really did like Simon quite a lot, especially <laughs> near the end. And I think maybe that's what their plan was, you know? Like, don't give him too many lines, don't give him too much screen time until the middle of the movie. And then let's make people like him a lot more at the end. <laughs> and then he's dead. Yeah. And I think even when he died, I was like, oh, man, I really liked him. But then at the end, when they are talking to the police, describing, you know, what's happened, because we have to come up with some sort of story. Um, you know, she's talking to the, the sheriff, Nick Good, who is very important to the story. Yes. Um, he's the apparently the only fucking sheriff that does anything. Yeah. And he shows up everywhere. Yes. And, um... So he, he's telling her, you know, like, I'm I'm with you. You just really got to be honest with me. What happened? And, you know, he's from Sunnyvale, and she's testy. Like, she's, she's, she's really full of it right now because she did just see two of her friends die, kill her girlfriend, and almost be murdered herself. Um, and so she's, like, you know, mad at him. Saying, like, you know, oh, this is just shady side. This always happens here. Valedictorian who's, you know, got great prospects ends up doing drugs and dying. And a boy who's been taking care of his family since he was 12 gets into drugs and dies. And so they're going to blame it on, you know, the the two kids, Simon and, uh, oh, shoot, Kate. Simon and Kate who you know, tragically die in the grocery store um, because, you know, nobody's going to believe 
the story of the witch and the possessed undead serial killers. Um, and when I, when I heard <laughs> that he had been taking care of his family since he was 12, oh my gosh. I was by like, selling drugs, like what an entrepreneur. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Um, and like, what else is a 12 year old going to do to actually, like, you know, bring in money to take care of his family, sell lemonade? I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> sell erasers and candy out of your locker? No, that's uh, not going to work. He sells lemonade. He and, does. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, so, yeah, I, that made me like him even more because it gave him more of a backstory even. Yeah, but it was like a, this was, this was I actually really enjoyed the reveal of all this because it was like a gotcha backstory like oh you thought it was kind of sad that this character who's becoming more fun died what about now now he's even sadder because he was a great dude who just cared about his family and had horrible circumstances he's like (laughs) oh well fuck all right (laughs) i guess i'm just gonna be kind of sad now yeah honestly uh and then um then we get to the they think it's over yeah we get to the final twist near the end though but they they get a call they get a call from someone who is like, hey, this ain't over. Yeah. You think it's over? It's not. I survived too. And I'm still scared to death. Mm-hmm. Which, okay. that That's in part two. Which, mm-hmm. looking at our recording time, we have 37 minutes, which at least 10 minutes of those were just us at the be- at before even recording. Talking absolute shit. But we're getting pretty close to, you know, where we should wrap it. So I'm not sure if we should do both. Mm-hmm. But she's a she's an important character in number two. Yes. Um, I was just saying that at the end of it, they get a phone call saying, you know, it's not over. Even though, you know, Sam died, she, you know, was res- resuscitated? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, so she was, she was brought back to life. Um, you know, evil guys vanished because, you know, they didn't have a target anymore. Um, but the the game's not over. Uh, the witch is still out there. Her, you know, her spirit, her whatever it may be, is still cursing Shady Side and um, following Sam and Dina. Mm-hmm. And uh, they uh, they gotta figure that out. Yeah. Um. Then they, you know, they after the phone call, they go to their house. Um, they go to Dina and Josh's house and are just trying to like chill and get over everything. Um. But then, you know, you, you see Sam alone in the bedroom, and she hears something, someone calling her name. Um, and that's when you know, oh, yeah, this is definitely not over. Um, because then she is possessed and tries to kill Dina and Josh. Uh, so they the hog tie her. <laughs> yeah. They hog tie her, and uh, Dina's just like, bro... We gotta figure this out. And that's when the movie ends. Yeah. Moving on to part two. What do you think? Did you enjoy the movie? Oh, I really did. I, I quite did. And the thing is that as we, because we have uh, off-screened a little conversation, part part two is going to come in a different week. Sorry, guys. Uh, or I could come, I could come this week if you wanted. I mean, I could release, I could release two episodes Monday as a little, or Monday and then another one Tuesday or Wednesday, whenever. This is a little... I don't know. Uh, we have a bad schedule. We're figuring it out. Uh, anyways. Uh, I, I really enjoyed it. And I do think that they get better as the, the, the movies go on. I think part two might be my favorite one. Mm-hmm. But part three is also very entertaining. I think it's also better than number one. 
Yeah. Well, I mean, number one was a setup. Yeah, that, that, that is true. That's fair. It's, I just think generally that's... If you watch it as one long movie, it makes more sense, I think. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it would flow very well and feel just like a very good movie. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, they had to just chunk it up because it was so long. Right. Uh, the, the only thing I wanted to bring up was that the, the character who calls at the end, whatever her name is, C something. Yes. Uh, she says, it's not over. I've been terrified for whatever long. But, like, you find out later on, you know, what her life is like. And sure, she, she's been living in terror, but nothing else has actually happened to her. So, like, I don't think she had to. She de- actually definitely didn't have to. Yeah, she did not have to. That was self-imposed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, But to be fair, I mean, I would freak out too. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, she was right for them, but <laughs> she was wrong for herself. Uh, what about you? I, like I said, I enjoyed the heck out of this. I'm not a, I'm not a horror lover. I'm not a big fan of slasher flicks. But the, the star, you know, to do its own thing. Sorry to take some twists, mm-hmm. including real, like, interesting magic nonsense. Uh, there were some cool, grisly deaths. Uh, we got to see some of the uh, of very fun serial killer archetypes just kind of come to life in, in different ways. Uh, so, yeah, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Solid 8 out of 10 in terms of fun slashers. Hmm. What about you? What do you think? For the first one, probably probably about the same rating. Um, either eight out of ten, maybe a seven, seven actually. Seven, now that I think seven, about it, seven or eight out of ten. Seven. Um, <laughs> it's fun. It's definitely a movie you can like not worry about getting too scared of. Oh yeah. Um, unless you you know unless you are a little spooked by slasher films. Um, but it's not like super hardcore. Like it doesn't get super scary like super tense or anything um listen i'm a big old chicken i'm bad at scary movies and this was not that scary it was suspenseful and yeah, you know like whatever this isn't you know hugging a pillow sort of situation turn the lights on kind of night um it's it, it's fun and it's um i don't know i i really liked that they had the different eras and that they stuck to the feel of the of, of cinema in that era, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't have a lot more to say. I liked it. Um, to be fair, uh, I did get a little like, oh, God, really? When they were like, <laughs> evil witch um, has cursed our town. And I was like, okay, well... We've heard this before <laughs> a thousand gazillion times. Um, I have bad witch. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Um, but as the movie progressed, it kind of seemed, excuse me, it kind of seemed that maybe she wasn't that bad. Yeah. Maybe she like either had a really good reason for why she was um, cursing the town or in fact, it was not her, and she was actually trying to help. Um, so I did like that as well. Um, yeah. That was really cool that they give you um, little hints here and there of, like, mm, we know what you're thinking, but maybe 
Mm-hmm. Think about this. Yeah, it, it, they made it evident that there might be more going on than we assumed. Yes. And I... I would recommend it. Um, it is a 6.8 on IMDb, 89% on Rotten Tomatoes, and a 61 on Metacritic. Um, All right, that's which a is, pretty honestly, big range. That is a pretty big range. Um, I think I would go along with Rotten Tomatoes with an 89%. percent mm-hmm. I'm, I'm averaging them. I went for 7 out of 10 after yeah. my you know, reconsideration. And uh, that uh, seems to be somewhere in that <laughs> selection. Yeah. Um, so, thanks for listening. I uh, hope you've had fun. We had a great time. Uh, farewell, you fucking nerds. <laughs> we love you. Bye.